Coach, hey, thanks for joining me today on this Simple Coach Coach interview. Do appreciate you taking the time, especially, um, although I'm sure you'd prefer doing this inside rather than outside uh, in Chicago land. So um, thanks for thanks for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right, so you, just to jump right in, this is what, this is technically your fourth year or your fifth, going on to your fifth year? Or fifth going year? on to my fifth, fifth right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, at North Park, maybe maybe you could just talk a little bit about your soccer experience and sort of your journey and how you ended up the head coach at North Park. That would be a good okay. start. Yeah, so I, I came over, I'm originally from Sweden, so I came over in 2008 and I played at North Park for uh, four seasons and after that I was hired as the graduate assistant coach and uh, when I was done with my master's, our longtime head coach John Bourne he transitioned into a uh, uh, full-time teaching position mm -hmm. so he needed a full-time person on on staff um, so I was hired as the uh, associate head coach and I did that for I believe seven eight seasons and then uh, John got promoted to the athletic director here uh, four or five years ago so so I got that the head coaching job after yeah. that so so we've been working together for for many years first yeah. he was my my head coach and and then um, we coached together for seven eight years and yeah, yeah we still we're, we still work together we're, i'm just curious were you did you envision going becoming a coach originally when you graduated or was it just sort of like these things sort of aligned and you just kept going with it yeah no i never really planned on it uh my plan was actually to move back to sweden when i was done with my, <laughs> yeah, my, my yeah. <laughs> yeah. and um uh, since we don't have college sport in sweden coaching yeah. was not maybe something that i wanted to explore mm -hmm. um and I, I met my wife when i was in grad school here and we decided to to stay and the timing was just perfect you know yeah, yeah. Uh, so so no, I didn't really plan on it, but uh, I was very honored to, you know, be hired first at North Park and now be the head yeah. coach. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me ask you, so so you have experience as a player and obviously you're over from what you experienced overseas and until now. How would you say American play have American players gotten better in that time? period do you notice a difference are they more technical tactical that, that sort of thing yeah absolutely i think it's each year is getting better and better um i think when i first came came over and started playing here um the the, the game was very very direct you know long balls so find a forward and then everybody pushed up where well, um the last couple of seasons a lot of teams they're, they're starting to to build from the back and really play good soccer uh, so I, yeah, I think it's for sure. Every year is just getting better and better. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, maybe you could talk a little bit about the um, the CCIW. Um, what um, sort of how competitive is it? Um, I know North North Central, obviously, um, really super competitive team. Really great great year this past year. But maybe you could talk about it. Just. Um, yeah, how how you think you how how you think it? I'll just say, especially for a team like your like North Park, how does it prepare you for tournament time? 
Yeah, I mean, I I think it's a it's a quality conference. I mean, there are no no easy games. I mean, yeah. go back in time, Wheaton won a national championship. Uh, Carthage done they done really well. We've done well a couple of years, and now North Central is up there, and um, so it's 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 a great conference. Um, you know, with North Central having such a good season, uh, Enzo's done a fantastic job with them. So it's. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, you want to win the conference, but I also embrace, you know, the rivalries and, you know, when other teams are doing well in the conference. So, so I, I think it's, it's a very, very good conference for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. Can I ask you something? Just because you mentioned, and obviously you're from Sweden and got to North Park. Um, I did notice that your roster is, has, um, I mean, over half, it seemed like half or over half from international. So from, from overseas. Obviously, you have the Swede and Norway connection, the Netherlands. Um, saw one from Nigeria, another from the Philippines. Is is that something you're doing? Like, are you intentionally recruiting international players, or is there something about North Park, the 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 university that has this channel of that brings play, conceivably brings players to 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 your program? I'm not saying it's a good or bad. I'm just, I'm just right, right. Curious. No, no, I, I understand. It's a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, when we recruit in Norway and Sweden, it helps mm-hmm. that I'm from Sweden. I speak yeah. the languages. Uh, North Park was actually founded by Swedish immigrants 130 years ago, so that's uh-huh. why we didn't name the Vikings. We play in blue and gold, so <laughs> yeah. we have, you know, long-standing ties to to the yeah. Scandinavian countries. But I also think. You know, the location of a school uh, makes a big difference. You know, there's, mm-hmm. when we're, you're located in a city in the U.S., mm-hmm. um, pretty much every international player, we they want to be in a city. Yeah. And that's not always the case with uh, typical American players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of them prefer to be in suburbs or yeah. a little bit in the middle of nowhere. Um, <laughs> so, for, so for me, it's always been easier. Uh, yeah. so, so I think it's many things that, that makes it a good fit for international students. Uh-huh. Uh, we're trying to keep the roster to about 30% internationals. Some yeah. year it might be more, some less. Um, mm. But, you know, it's, it's a big step for these, uh, these students to, you know, go to a new country, new culture, new, everything yeah. is new. So if you have a culture, speak the language, who has done this before, you know, it, uh-huh. it's, it feels a little safer for them to, to take yeah. the step, I would say. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I'm always interested about who the, you know, was the founder of the college and all that stuff. So obviously, it's a lot of colleges called Wesleyan because they were founded by um, um, folks who were fo- pursue, you know, religious folks who were doing the, the following the Wesleyan tradition of Christianity and and it's little known that there's a there was a migration in the eight nineteen 19th century a lot of Swedish folks came over into different pockets Chicago yeah. Michigan is another um, Minnesota think, Minnesota Minnesota yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and I think some parts of Pennsylvania as well that there were these pockets of com- Swedish communities going around. Yep. So anyhow, I just sort of diverted down my my th- this rabbit hole that really interesting. Um, I, I will say too, like you're not. I mean, there's some quality ball players that that have come through your program. Last year, um, your 
center your center mid and your center forward um, alone were were absolutely outstanding players. Um, Peter, Peter, Peter Olson and Gustav Eriksson. Yeah, I think yeah. Were Those guys were just absolutely fa- fantastic ball players. But yeah, let me ask you: just when you look back, and I, and we'll dive into it a little bit deeper, but just without any cues, somebody asks you, like, how do you think your season went? What, what what's your What's your response as the coach? I think we had a pretty good season. Um, like you said, we lost our two All-Americans. They're the best two guys I've ever coached here. Yeah. You know, an attacking center mid and a defensive center mid. Who, uh, fantastic players. So we lost those two. We lost our starting forward who transferred to Santa Clara, Jesse Anamo. We lost a very good defender in Chris Riesnes who transferred to Florida Southern. And also two uh, two wingers who started for us. So it's always tough to replace all those guys. So even though we, we didn't win the conference, you know, a uh, fifteen three and three record is something I'm really happy about. And the goal every year is to to uh, qualify for the NCAA tournament, and we did that. So so I'm I'm happy about the season. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize you, you was that expected. The the transfers did you? Was there? I mean, those are some. If they're going to play, those are some not too bad places to play, right? No, no. We had open communication, and and mm-hmm. I always recruit players that way, saying that if you come here and we will not keep you here, you know, if if you do well and everything, and offers open up, we're more than happy to help guys. If it's a better situation um, mm-hmm. somewhere else, so yeah. so. I think that's one of the reasons we get quality players because we can also send good players yeah. to, to other schools. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm happy for those guys. Obviously, you want to keep all the best players, but in the end, you want to do what's best for for the individuals. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have any highlights come to mind from from your from your season? We had a couple of good wins actually. That uh, in the beginning we we, we played Saint Olaf, who I had great respect for yeah. it as a team, and we won four to two at home. It's a big win for us. We beat Ohio Northern on the road, uh, so those were obviously two two really good wins for us. So mm-hmm. I think those were our um, the best two moments we had. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that you cross paths with Ohio Northern in the NCAA's, right? Like, yeah, um, we never we never been there before, and they have to travel two times up to yeah, Ohio. So, yeah. yeah, talk about middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit different. <laughs> a little bit different. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. school, great school. Oh, absolutely. Like, Ada, Ohio, is a quaint little place, but then you go two miles in any direction, and you're you're swimming in corn. Yeah. yeah. But that's, that's the beauty of it, right? There's yeah, no, yeah. no school that's perfect for, for everybody. No, they, yeah, they, yeah. They might say the same thing when they come to North Oh, Chicago. And, yeah. you know, so it's, yeah. I like that. I, um, I always say, like, I think in Division Three more so than you see at these really big schools, right? Like, there is such a greater variety in schools um, of, of this type right of division three schools right like you are very very different from north central even though you're just right probably right right there with each other right and then 
and then obviously you go out to some place like Ohio Northern, right? Like it's totally different, totally different vibe. Um, I think that's what my why my interest is in. Yeah, in no, I, I schools, agree. But, um, what surprised you about this team in particular? I'm making you think, huh? Yeah, you do. It's a good question. <laughs> I wasn't too surprised. I know we had quality. The, the question I had going into the season, can we replace all these guys? I know, you know, sometimes it takes a year or two, especially since we have a lot of internationals, to adjust to, you know, a new style of soccer, new coaching, new refereeing, everything. So that was my big question going into it. But we, we had the best start of... In the history of the program, we're 8-0-0 until we, we played uh, Chicago. Um, so, so good start. I think we were a little bit unlucky in the end. We, we had four to five guys out pretty much every game after that. Uh, we were pretty deep, so, so it's, but it still hurt us a little bit, I would say. But that's the same for everybody. I'm not yeah. making excuses. But um, I'm not too surprised, to be honest. I, I think... We had the capacity of maybe winning one more game or two. Not sure if we had the quality to win the national championship, but you know everything can happen. But uh, so overall, you know, 15-3 and three. I'm I'm happy about that 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 record. Yeah. Were you? Were was it? Um, do you think you were in a better? Do you think last year's team was better? than this year's team the 2021 better than the 2022 knowing all the guys that you you had uh on that squad and do you think do you think like if you could have you, you like that was a year that you could have gone the distance does that make sense to yeah no, no I, I think we're a little bit better uh obviously like i said we, we lost some quality quality players so so individually a little bit better um also, I'm happy about that season as well. You know, yeah. we, we you get it run into teams like like Chicago, and it's always a, a tough game. You know, they yeah. have nothing but respect for that program, and yeah. that they, they just been very very good. Very and good, yeah. um, we played them in the Elite Eight, and yeah. they scored first. And I know it's going to be very tough for us. They're yeah. so solid defensively. Yeah. So, yes, uh, we I think we were a little bit better. Um, but you know we've been good since 17 you know all those guys that you mentioned before they came in as freshmen in yeah. in 2017 and we made it to the national final yeah yeah uh, and we started six freshmen in the national championship so it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah been fortunate to to keep yeah. those guys for no for that's i'm not saying like <clears throat> i mean it's degrees right where you're the level you're playing at like, i think consistently like when you say last year was better than this year or vice versa or whatever it's very narrow very yeah. narrow definition right like are you better yeah in some respects probably you might have had the experience and the, the guys who you know just carried the team a little bit differently and now this year you're still really good but you don't have that experience you don't have that I don't know that leadership just because they're young kids, right? They're stepping yeah. into a role they don't have that experience. So, yeah. Um, hey, you, all right. So, so with the season, this is some rule questions. With the season under your belt, do you, do you have any thoughts on the overtime changes? You, you only really had 
three ties two north central and carthage during the regular season and then the your last game in the ncaa tournament against ohio northern do you do you like not having overtimes during the regular season would you prefer that there be ot's yes and no the problem we're running into is the you know you play two games per week yeah. If you go to overtime two times a week, that's 120 minutes per game. It's a lot for for their bodies. Um, if we played once a week, I would definitely be for overtime. Mm-hmm. I think uh, if you play like a defensive style of soccer, you can sit back and you can defend for 90 minutes. 120 minutes, it's a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, so I like it. It's always fun to, if you win in overtime, um, but again, these guys are so beat up when, when the uh, in the end of the season in the conference playoffs and the NCAA tournament, their their bodies are, are, are sore yeah. constantly. So it's such a balance. So yeah, I, I think it's a good thing that they're removed over time during the regular yeah, yeah, season. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, would you prefer that they expand the season out, like so, get more 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 preseason time, or or you know, just sort of stretching the season out to give you some more rest days? Because I think that's the big thing. Maybe. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, no, I would prefer that. Obviously, you grow up in Europe, you, your preseason is like three months, months. and then you yeah, play yeah. for your entire season is 11 months. So, yeah, yeah. I would be for that, yeah. obviously. But that's a lot of things, logistics and, and financial questions. No, sure. Yeah, yeah. So. That's, that's the rub, right? It, it costs money to do yeah. that. And, and schools afford it, right? I think that's the big. Um, all right, so let, let me let me shift over to the to the season real quick. So so you go fifteen three and three. You came in second in the CCIW behind North Central, um, and then you. I mean, North Central was really good this year. I mean, they were pretty impressive. Did you were you confident about making the NCAA's with your with your record and sort of where you were at with strength of schedule? You're never confident <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. I, that, that came back to bite me in the past. I know I remember <laughs> in yeah. uh, it was at eighteen, we were sixteen and three. Yeah. And we thought for sure we we're gonna get a bid, but we didn't. So yeah. uh, you know, if you don't win you sit there and you you're trying to figure out like who's yeah. in, who's not. Yeah. But I know we had a couple of good wins. Like I mentioned, we, we yeah. St. Olaf win and the Northern Ohio Northern win was, was huge for us. Yeah. I was a little bit surprised that our strength of schedule was not higher uh, i thought this was going to be the highest uh, strength of schedule we ever had we have chicago and those teams yeah, Washington yeah. and our conference doing well as as well so i was a little bit surprised when the numbers were lower than what i expected mm-hmm. and that made me a little bit uh, not scared but but yeah hesitant. makes you think um, gives you enough to be like a lo- enough doubt right like it does yeah for sure enough doubt for sure hey so, can, I, can i ask you about uh, I, I sort of going in totally different directions here but can i ask you about like what do you think i mean you lost to chicago at chicago three nothing um do you like were were they that good do you think they were that good they're cool i i think i mean i thought they were they were different level like i thought them and messiah were just at a 
totally different level than other teams. So I, I'm just I curious agree. when you played them. I, I know I knew the key was going to be to score the first goal. Yeah. Because, uh, like I said before, they're so good defensively. So I, I think we score the first goal. It's a different game, and I, I think the first half is very, very, very even. Uh, we had a couple of chances as well, um, and then we had a little unfortunate where you know our goalkeeper and center back kind of collided and they scored the first, first goal, yeah. and then you know in the end you got to push up. We went down the three back line. So even though they might have been a little bit better than us, I don't think maybe. 3-0 reflected the game. Yeah, it was yeah. a very even game, and uh, but um, I, I know as soon as we concede the first goal, it's going to be tough for us. You know, yeah. They reminded me of watching them a lot of they were just really methodical and picked. Yeah. yeah. And and if they did get that go go ahead goal, getting breaking them down at that point because they were really intelligent about it, right? Oh, like for sure. They knew to defend to defend first and. Yeah, um, and that's what the students there, right? It's, yeah, uh, yeah. Intelligent players. That no, that's what yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they were, they and were also, fun. you know, they they kept the same core, like the center backs, the two best center backs I've ever yeah. seen in Division Three. They yeah. kept them for four years. You know, so yeah. they're just getting better and better for each year. Yeah, so, yeah. I I'm happy. Uh, they've been so close so many times. Um, so I'm happy for Chicago. Yeah. Um, but also, it's fun for our region as well. You know, we we had a at least one team in the final four every year the, yeah, the last yeah. couple of years in Calvin us and Chicago and now North Central's doing well so it's a tough region it's very good yeah. soccer here hey let me let me ask you that that actually like who do you competitively for players the non-internationals right I'm, I'm although I'm sure there's probably some competitive pressures there but uh, the for the for the who do you recruit do you recruit like the same pool of players as like a Granted, the academics are going to differ, but like a Chicago and a North Central, are you sort of going at each other for these for the same guys or no, not Chicago? Uh, no. They're usually done way before yeah. us. Um, so, so, but uh, North Central, yes, uh, I know mm -hmm. that they've done tons of scouting and yeah. it's it's a lot of talent in Chicago too. So yeah, you're going to yeah, run into yeah. the same schools. It's been Dominicans, it's been Elmhurst, the Carthage, North Central. Yeah. So, so you're up against a lot of the same schools. Um, our, how we have been successful is we have been able to get a couple of guys who have been able to commute to North Park. Not that many, but a few that might have been D1, D2 caliber players, but they want to stay at home and, and commute so we can get those. Um, some oh, of the that's second, interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Uh, so you got to figure out like how you're going to be successful, right? And for mm -hmm. us, it's been... Chicago kids and internationals. That's the two things. Uh, haven't been lucky with maybe some wealthier suburbs and stuff like mm -hmm. that, but second generation players have, that live close by. There's a lot of talented ones here. So, yeah. so those those are the two things that make have you know we've, that's what we've been successful. I, I I think like forgetting the coasts, I think Chicago is the best sort of talent area. Um, in between the coasts, right? Like just so, so many good players. And I think a lot of them, if, you know, the Chicago Fire or whatever they're called now, they, they have all of that infrastructure now. And and, and then obviously um, the ethnic communities that, 
surround the, the you know the poles and the uh, have some just some great great quality ball players that yep. come out of there and i, I yep. just think it's a huge talent pool right and if you're local mm -hmm. to that scene you yep. know just because well, you don't win the one guy you win the other guy who's just as good right like I think yeah yeah and, and it's it's a lot of competition too there's yeah. a lot of universities yeah. around yeah. here so um yeah. so yeah but it's a lot of talent for sure yeah for yeah sure. yeah um You know, let me ask you about going back to the ties. Do you do you think team? Again, I'm I'm asking more of the higher caliber caliber programs or who have just traditionally been power powerhouses. Do you think there were teams that you played against who may have played for the tie, like may have approached the game and be like, look, our I think realistically our best opportunity is to get walk out of here with a draw. And so we're going to play you that way. Do you think that happened? I can only guess, but probably. Yeah. Probably if we play a team, then yeah, I, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. See that. yeah. It's obviously yeah. hard for me to answer that question. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, but, sure, yeah, sure. That, that's my guess, at least, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, I've had a um, couple, couple coaches come on and say, like, you know, there were teams from the minute one that their goalkeeper would take you know, would seemingly be like two minutes to get a goal kick off or, uh, you know, taking their times on throw-ins and that sort of thing, just trying to bleed the clock out as as, yeah. as much as they could. So I'm I more curious about that. Yeah, it changes a little thing, you know, because when you knew that you had that extra overtime, you know, you, you're not, not feeling as stressed. But there's a couple of games where we, uh, our opening game where, we didn't score for the first 70 minutes, even though mm -hmm. I thought we were the better team. And yeah. you would not have been stressed the previous year. But this, that's how, ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is running be... out, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so you, you, you've had tremendous success. Like, based on sort of where you're sitting right now, like, if you were to take a stab, how do you think your 2023 squad looks in comparison to those previous and i i'm sorry to compare but no no no, no that's yeah. fine uh so we're losing a couple of really good guys um we have we're losing two guys for sure who are seniors we an all-american right back that we had mm -hmm. and uh, all region center made center back that yeah. we had and then we have three guys who could possibly come back for the masters uh they're also three starters, three of our best guys. Yeah. So it all depends on that. Mm -hmm. We have uh, somehow this year, we're out way earlier with all the commitments and all that. Uh, mm -hmm. So we have a big class coming in and it's a couple of guys who I'm really excited about. So mm -hmm. until you get them on campus, um, you never know. But I, mm -hmm. I go to Norway and Sweden every year so I can watch some of these um, guys live and the guys that we're bringing in right now i'm, I'm excited about but you know it is an adjustment period so you never yeah, know yeah. And, and but we should be competitive for sure yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, whether, yeah go ahead whether we're like contenders for the national yeah. championship or we contenders to win the conference that that's yeah. we'll see but but well, i'm happy the, about where we are that's the that's the year thing right like there's you know like you it's hard to judge like who's going to show up on that first yeah. day and and what do they look like and 
you know, how much are their, their 17, 18 year old kids, how much is their, of their brain is going to be messing yeah. with their soccer, you know, like it's just the way it is. So. And that's if, if we go back to 17, you know, we were, we knew that we were going to be good, but we didn't know how good we would be. And all these six freshmen who started, they, they mm -hmm. took us all the way to the national finals. Yeah. You never know. Um, yeah. Uh, but but again, I, I I feel pretty good about the team. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, not a bad spot to be in. Like I said, I'm no, sure no. <laughs> you know, like a, <laughs> like a lot of teams would be like, yeah, I, I would take his roster right now. Um, <laughs> hey, two guys I was really impressed with. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's pronounced Isaac I, Isaac Flo mm -hmm. and, and uh, Angel Barriga. Yeah. Like, how important are guys like that to your team and sort of what you what you do? Yeah, well, those two, they were different makers. Um, yeah. Angel Barriga is one of the best outside backs I've ever seen in D3 college. I think it's just phenomenal. You know, really? one on one. He, yeah. Really? I, uh, wow. he, he'll beat the, break the lines every time. And uh, man on man, like one on one, he, they can't beat him. He's, yeah. He's quality. Isaac, obviously, fantastic as well. He, um, he he was a little bit unlucky when he came in last year because he had a concussion and he had some injuries and stuff like that. And we, we had Jesse Anamu, who I mentioned before, who now plays for Santa Clara mm -hmm. as a starting forward then. So, but he just got better and better in the end. We couldn't keep him out. Uh, yeah. But then he came in, you know, second year. Again, the adjustment yeah. period that I talked about. And... Um, one of our best players for sure yeah um and isaac is one of those guys who he has two more years of eligibility yeah, so he yeah. could possibly come back yeah no that's I, I, I was one like i was surprised he was a so sophomore like, yeah i, I, I yep. was surprised right you don't see it's rare that i think you see guys in their freshman sophomore that really are elevated above, and I'm not saying your guys are not quality, but right, they're that they're that guy that you point to and like, who's that? Who's that mm -hmm. player? Right? Yeah. Like just, he's one of those. Like, and for a sophomore, wow, that's yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, hey, just a couple more questions, and I'll let you get on with your with your day. By the way, I do like that trophy over your shoulder. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> thank you, yeah. thank you. Thank <laughs> you. You'd prefer to see national champ, but hey, you know what? I'm sure everyone would be like, I'd love to have one of those bad boys. Maybe, maybe I, one day. Maybe one day. One day, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't doubt it. I Honestly, I'm telling you, I I have certain teams in my mind that I think, no surprise, no surprise. You guys are one of them, right? Like, I appreciate I think, that. I think your quality is, I think Thank your you. quality is so, is so, 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 is there, right? It's just the pieces and does everything align, you know? Yeah. I think, I think even for Chicago, right? Like it wasn't a foregone conclusion for them, right? Like I think they needed everything to be right, injuries, mm -hmm. all that kind, of, and and to get to that point. And I think that's the way it is every year. But what 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 do you do in the spring, like for for spring for spring sessions? Do are you is it technical? Is it tactical? Do you play? Do you do you have a, a, a bigger purpose in mind than just sort of having the 16 days and soon, or whatever it is to... So obviously now we can't coach the team, so, but, but yeah. we're fortunate enough to have an indoor turf. Mm -hmm. So we have a little in, inner squad indoor league that the captains are running. So we play inside um, three days a week and then they're in the, the weight room two days mm -hmm. a week. So we go five days a week right now. 
I think you know the indoor turf they it's a little bit different than playing on hardwood you know you get the right touches and yeah. for me that's more important to get the touches in rather than bulking up being bigger and stronger yeah and we're not the biggest or fastest team but but yeah. a lot of times we, we're technical yeah so then we go outside after spring break sometime and we don't work on any tactics you know every year you bring in new yeah. guys and then you have to start all over i just want to keep them as fit as possible and get as many touches on the ball but yeah we do a lot of small sided. Uh, yeah. That's we always done that. I think you get all the elements that you need yeah. in, in soccer when you do small sided. Uh, the press, the uh, yeah. the, the limited time on the ball, the, the the physicality of it, the the quickness, the quick decisions you need to make, and how to play out of tight tight spots. Mm -hmm. So that's what we do. We do it all the time, even yeah. during the season. Small sided. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me ask you. Do you do you do you like rondos? Do you do? I love rondos. Yeah, yeah. What, can you can you just sort of talk about why you love rondos? This is my latest thing that I started in a conversation about with Jay Martin at Ohio Wesleyan. That mm -hmm. every team does rondos, none of them do it well, right? Like it's just one of those. So one of my crazy theories. So it's uh, so we start every practice with rondos. 20 minutes that's our warm-up we do it all the time i'm not gonna lie there are some times where i think they they're not serious enough about it it's we're like goofing around or whatever you gotta sh shut it down and it's okay let's do it real because it's it's a fun drill mm -hmm. but um again i'm all for like touches on the ball touches on the ball we want to get as much as possible mm -hmm. but you also the, the thing i like about ron is the movement of the ball you know to create triangles within the grid you know it's like yeah. the balls here you move here you move here so yeah. always trying to have the guy have three options you know if, if possible mm -hmm. so the movement even though you're on the line and you're kind of stagnant it uh translates into a real game and yeah we've done rondos here many many years and that's a big part of what yeah, we do yeah, in yeah. practice yeah, yeah. So, uh, okay um all right last question for you Probably not, but because I usually think of more as we go. That's okay. But, um, and you talked a little bit about it. Your recruiting class for 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 twenty twenty three. Like, I'm assuming you have some because you mentioned Sweden and Norway. I, I'm assuming you have some internationals coming in, and, and sort of what do your local players look like? I mean, are you? Do you yeah, uh, we have two all state players from Illinois and two all sectional players already committed, which is. Uh, Ten years ago, I don't think we could have gotten those guys, yeah. but it, it become a little bit better every year. And, and I think as soon as the, I would say the D1 offers are out there in Chicago, guys who want to stay local, mm -hmm. they're they're contacting us right now. And that that wasn't the case when I started coaching here. Um, and, and so so. I don't think we ever had two all-state players commit in the same cycle and two all-sectional guys. So, wow. so I'm happy about it. Um, maybe the difference sometimes is that the internationals are a little bit more game ready the first year, yeah. Yeah. Uh, while all some of these uh, good local guys might need a year. Not always. Uh, we had a good example of um, a forward from from Crystal Lake around here who came in and. He didn't play too much in the beginning, but then the further we went into the season, the more he played. And in the end, he was a starting forward, and he played really, really well. So, you know, 
I don't care if you're from from the Nordic countries, the Middle East, Africa, yeah. or down the street. You know, I just want to play the best guys. So, so. Uh, but I know we have a competitive environment. So, regardless of where the guys are, they will develop a lot because we do a lot of technical work. A lot of our guys are are good on the ball. So, so. Um, so it's a fun environment, and, and yeah. I think a lot of the guys develop into very good players after playing here. It, all right, so two things just from what you said. The, the, it sounds like, to me, the two things you, you appreciate is that you, you, you really want a competitive environment for all of your players. And then the yep. second, you're not afraid to play guys who – you're not afraid to play freshmen. You're not afraid to these newcomers. If they've demonstrated the first, they're hyper, they're super competitive, and they're obviously good on the ball. You'll yep. you'll you'll put them in. You don't. Hundred percent. That yeah. I mean, that's the beauty with D three, right? You don't have any full scholarships out here. Yeah, I didn't yeah. invest in this person, that person. So, best guys are playing. That that's yeah. the way it is. And uh, I realize we're a little bit different since we're a D three school within the nationals, yeah. but we have four or five freshmen to start for us every year. That, that's. Yeah, yeah. That's how it is, and yeah. that's how I like it. You know, you come in, you're hungry, you show it, and you'll play. You'll play, yeah. Hey, let me, that just, again, told you it wasn't the last Yeah, one. no, go ahead. I have time. <laughs> <laughs> um, Coach, how many, in a, in a regular season, I'm not counting the tournament, right? Like, I, I get that. It sounds like you got a deep bench. Like, what's, on average, how many guys do you play in a game? In a regular, well, just because it's easier to say the regular season, right? Just because the tournament becomes a different story. But regular season, how many guys do you do you get on the? On the, on the Such a tough question because every year there, there's going to be injuries. We, uh -huh. we played more players in the beginning when everybody was healthy. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to be a team that just sub everybody off and get everybody yeah. on. There has to be some con consistency. Yeah. But four, five, six subs. Yeah. Per, we've done that for yeah, sure. Yeah. I think next year we we. I think we're gonna be the deepest we've ever been. So we might have to change a little bit. Where we might be able to play with maybe more intensity and play more guys. Um, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, That's um, I'm just curious about that because it, I, the other thing I said and the and why Chicago and why why they make it. Right, they they want it, and these teams get very far is because I think their bench is very is deep, right? Yeah. So that they get to deal with the injuries, right? Because it's like, okay, well, if our main guy can't go, I can bring somebody on who he might not be exactly there, but he's going to fill that role well, right? Yeah. And, um, and 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 they deal with the injuries, and then I just think it's. It helps from a culture standpoint. It gets people like a lot more committed into the game and keeps more guys in check. And like, hey, you're getting time. Why you can't goof off, right? Like we're right. serious about this. So yeah, that's, that's it's a, it's a balance, you know, keeping yeah. everybody happy and yeah. guys who might not play, you might need them down down the road in the playoffs and all that. So it's a balance, you know. And sometimes you make the right decisions and sometimes you don't. But um, I have quality assistant coaches, which is great. You know, we're four of us, and we have similar mindset, and we discuss a lot. You know, everything yeah. we talk about uh, together. So, so it's um, you know, hope, hopefully, at least next year we'll be a little bit deeper. I would like that to be the yeah, case. Yeah, yeah. 
Do you uh, do you have do you, do you have a graduate assistant? I have one full time uh, assistant, and I have two graduate oh, assistants. Wow. But we also oh, yeah, care. Yeah. We also carry a reserve team. So we have two uh -huh. two full team. That's why our, our roster is big. So we we have 50, 60 guys in total um, mm -hmm. on the two teams. So that's wow. Mm, I know. Well, that's actually good, right? You'd hate to have 50 to 60 guys and no reserve team, and they're not going to get in. Oh, no, 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 right? No. Yeah, yeah, it would be impossible, right? You would yep. have a revolt two Absolutely. days in. Yeah. <laughs> so. And sometimes these guys are talented players that might need a year or two yeah, yeah. to develop so that we could yeah. do on the reserve team. So, and D3 is, at least in this area, trending that way a little bit, where more and more colleges are adding reserve teams as yeah. well. Yeah. Well, you guys have that where you're located. I mean, you have access to so many schools that makes it possible, right, to have a reserve mm -hmm. team. So you don't have to send. The one thing is if you have the reserve team and you have to send them four hours to play games, like, or five hours, like, that, that might be a little bit much. But there's right. enough talent around you to, to, to make yeah. that happen, right, like enough schools to, to play. Um, yeah. Uh, do, you, do you train them all together at once? No, we have, no. we've tried it, but it's, it's too many. Um, too many. so yeah. my assistant coach, he's the head coach for the reserve team. Uh -huh. He, we work for the first team as well, but, uh, every year we're getting more and more interest. Um, mm -hmm. so when you have up to like 50 guys, it's, it's impossible it's to have a yeah. productive practice. Yeah. yeah. No. And then too many guys sit. It's not so much the drills. It's like too many guys sit at some yeah. point, too many guys will be sitting and that's, you don't, you don't want that. That's when they, that's when they start to think and that's not a good thing. Right, right. <laughs> um, hey, look, this was great. I really do appreciate you taking the time. I'm a fan. I've, I've said it last year when I was watching you guys. I thought you, I think you play, you play a, a style in a, in a way that is just really fun to watch, really impressive. I love the technical ability that your players bring to the game and, and, I know it's snobbish of me, but it's like that's the way I like to see it, right? I, I'm, I'm like soccer players. I think in my work, in my mind, soccer players aren't made to want to just, you know, run and launch a ball into nowhere. They're they're looking for purpose, and I think you guys you, you guys play that way with a purpose, and I I, I enjoy that a lot. So I appreciate um, the kind words. Thank you. Yeah. So so thank you. I'm gonna have to get myself a hat. Really do, um, you know. Uh, show it off so yeah um, send me your your address so i can send it to you oh that would be, yeah thank you um all right coach thank you very much um i do wish you the best maybe in the summer we can connect just before the fall season do a quick you know 15 minute interview and just to see how things are going and do a check-in and uh, um, yeah thank you yeah absolutely thank you for having me yeah yeah thank you all right If you like this show, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. You can also find me on anti-social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks. This is a message from my chief marketing officer. I think this keeps him happy.